beauty business babe. My name is Kelly Callahan. I'm a corporate dropout turned beauty business CEO. I started my journey seven years ago with the last $2,000 in my pocket and a huge vision to succeed. Since then, I've been able to grow my small mobile spray tanning business into a half a million dollar international business. I'm here to share my knowledge so you too can create more income and have more freedom. Because if I can do it, I know that you can do it too, sis. Let's get glowing. Hey, you guys, welcome to another episode of the Beauty Business Babes podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you guys today. We are going to be diving into something that I personally hate and I try to avoid at all costs. And I'm sure that if you are a beautypreneur, as most of you are, you guys know what this is, how this feels, and the reason why we're talking about it today because it's so freaking important to our mindset, our health, our physical health, everything. And that is burning out. Dun, dun, dun. Oh my lord. I didn't know that the burnout was something that happened to entrepreneurs. Never ever have I experienced this prior to becoming an entrepreneur. I would say there were days in my corporate job or while I was going to school where I felt obviously a little bit more tired, but like actual burning out to the point where it's like imagine your hair all like fried and like little like smoke coming out of your ears and your hair because you're just so banged up from so much energy output. That to me is like the image that's seared into my mind when I think about burnout. And it's something I personally dealt with a lot in the beginning stages of entrepreneurship. It is something that I feel like I have a pretty good handle on now. But I'm going to compare it to something that may make you understand like what it feels like. So that way you guys have an understanding of what is burning out versus just being tired. Now that I've had a child, <laughs> earlier this year in January, I was dealing with a little bit of postpartum depression. Try not to minimize it because it was fucking hell, but at the same time, I know that a lot of other people have it worse than I did. And what that felt like to me when I was dealing with postpartum depression was just a lack of energy, so much so on a daily basis, so much so that it affected my mental state. So I was very foggy is the best way to put it. Like I couldn't really put sentences together. I wasn't as sharp as I normally was, you know, prior to having a baby. I wasn't as in tune with myself. I couldn't really like think clearly. That's the best way to put it. So I started getting very frustrated when I started making more mistakes. I started feeling extremely tired. I used to wake up at like 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, jump out of bed, have so much energy prior to having a child. And as soon as I had this baby, it's like, damn, I'm lucky if I get out of bed at like 6.30 or 7, which is still not bad. But for me, being used to waking up so early, like that was a huge change in my life. And just not having that energy to jump out of bed and be so excited, like that really crippled my soul <laughs> because I freaking love my energy. Like I love being energetic more than anything. So that postpartum depression moment in my life, which lasted a couple of months, really brought me back to tying that into like what burnout feels like because burnout feels very similar from my own experience. And what it feels like is, you know, you're 
foggy. You're not being your best. You are making more mistakes. You're extremely fatigued and extremely tired to the point where it is so hard to open your eyes in the morning and so hard to like pull yourself out of bed. All of these things led to, it leads to angry, being angry, being moody, being frustrated because you know that that's not your best self and you know that that's just not you. For me personally, when it comes to burning out, it actually used to occur over a few days. Now that I understand what burnout feels like and leading up to what burning out feels like, I've been able to really adjust the way that I incorporate my energy into my business so that way I can avoid burning out. So when I start feeling like I am way more overwhelmed than normal or when I start feeling like I am getting a little bit more tired than normal or I'm making, you know, a few more mistakes than normal, when I start feeling these things and just like not all in my head, like I'm I'm just feeling like I'm not all there, (laughs) that's the best way to put it. I know that I'm leading into a burnout session. So in order to avoid burning out, what I have to do is I have to understand what I need to prioritize in my life and I also need to delegate more work or just take a break. It's very simple but not as easy to implement as a lot of people might think it is. For the workaholic like me, I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate, it kind of is a little bit weird to not work some days, right? I love what I do so much. So for me, I love to be hands-on. I love to be doing something. I love to be responsive to people. Taking a step back is a little bit difficult, especially with all the access that I have from you know my phone to my computer, social media, all of these things. I feel like I have to be on all the time and that really isn't the case. That's just something that I make up in my own head, right? The business is going to be there still. The questions are still going to be there. The emails are still going to be there. And it's really important for us to prioritize our mental health in order for us to move forward in a way that feels good to us because we deserve that. We deserve a really good life. And a lot of that has to do with our mental state and how we are treating ourselves we cannot put ourselves on the back burner. We can't just say, oh, I'm, I'm about to burn out, but everyone else is more important right now. Like those are things that we need to understand that that's not it. <laughs> that's just not it. And I know I've talked about this before in a different podcast episode, but it's very much like when you're in an airplane, how they tell you to, if the oxygen masks, you know, come down, you have to take care of yourself before you take care of others because you are no use to the other person if you cannot take care of yourself. Is that right? Like, can everybody agree to that, right? And that's the same thing when it comes to mental or physical or any type of health. If we are not our best selves, we cannot appropriately help other people, all right? So I want you guys to remember that when it comes to the feeling of anxiety if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're starting to just like your wheels are turning, but you're not going anywhere. If you're feeling like, you know, no one's there to support you, you're starting to get frustrated and angry and you're making mistakes and all of these like crazy things are happening to you. (sighs) Breathe, 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 especially through this holiday season. Your breath in that moment and in that space of you just like focusing in on that 
just a simple breath or more. I mean, personally, I like a little bit more. (laughs) A couple like good deep breaths in and out. Like I swear it just changes everything. And just having that moment to say, all right, Kelly, I am going to make sure that this is done, but it can wait. Or I'm going to make sure that this is done and I can delegate this to somebody else because I am capped out right now on my own energy and I don't want to put half-ass work out there, right? So being mindful of, of all of the emotions and the feelings and the negativity, the draining of the energy, all of these things that are happening and making sure that we're making the appropriate decisions on how we can move forward. And sometimes that just means a very simple slowing down. I don't know if you guys have heard the phrase slow down to speed up, but I heard this from my friend who is a doctor and acupuncturist. Her name is Chloe, and she really helped me understand this. And I didn't get it at first. I was like, no, speed. Like, you got to go, 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 go in order to get to where you need to be. But it doesn't have to be this race. In fact, a lot of the time, that race that you're constantly in is actually – counterproductive so when she told me you know slow down to speed up it took me a while to actually understand that but when I did I started realizing like okay she's right like I need to take an hour out of my day to eat lunch and to like be outside and walk outside and walk my dogs or walk my child or just do something for myself without phones and computers and all of these things I need to take a day to myself, you know, whether that's Sunday or Saturday for self-care. And I just actually did this yesterday. I was so burnt out and feeling like it was coming so hard at me that I needed to slow down. So today, you know, I should have, quote, I should have been doing all kinds of different things, but I'm slowing down, right? I'm slowing down and doing some things that I feel like I'm aligned to do based on my own energy today. So if you are in the moment where you're like, all right, I'm already here. Like I'm already here at the burnout stage. I can't get out of bed. I am frustrated. I'm pissed off. I like hate everybody and I'm depressed and I'm anxious and all these things. If you're already in that moment, I want you guys to take a few of these tips and see if they help you. Now, again, everybody is so different. But I do think that for the majority, these tips are going to help you overcome any type of burnout that you are feeling at any type of capacity, big or small, okay? The first thing is to rest up. I know that this could be hard, especially if you have kids, but now is the time to ask for help. Like whether that's a daycare, a spouse, a family member, a friend. Ask somebody to help you watch your kids at this point because you really do need to rest. Like this is going to be such a game changer when it comes to dealing with any type of burning out where you are overwhelmed and tired as fuck. Because girl, we've been there. I've been there many a times and it's not a fun feeling. And what I try to do to overcome this or used to do to overcome this was I would try to work more and Try to get my energy up, but like that's not the answer. (laughs) The answer is actually the opposite and it is to rest, to take a nap or to just, you know, go into the sauna, go to the spa, go do something, 
Maybe it's working out for you, like a light workout. Maybe it's a walk around your house, your park, whatever the case is. Whatever you do to like unwind and relax, even if it's just watching TV, do it. Take some time for yourself. The next thing is to drink a lot of water (laughs) and to watch what's going into your body. This is something I feel like a lot of us are not very mindful of. I know that I talk about water a lot, about like to my friends, to my close friends, to my close colleagues, and a lot of people are like, I don't even drink water. I'm like, how? (laughs) How do you not drink water? We have a whole system here um, that is just like a water filtration system, and it's reverse osmosis and all of these like fancy things that I actually asked for for my birthday because I am a water freak and I freaking love water and what it does to me is it gives me energy, gives me clarity, makes my body like feel normal. So it's really important for me to at least get around a gallon a day of water intake. So if that's something that you're not doing, just be mindful of that. I would get it into like get into making this a habit for yourself because once you make it a habit, it's actually hard to break the habit. So If you are constantly drinking water and say you're getting up to a gallon a day, it's really difficult. Your body's going to shift and you're going to feel it if you're not drinking as much water per day. The next thing on here is, you know, watching what's going on into your body. So let me talk about that just a little bit. I think this is something that we often overlook. And if it's even just like anything from fast food or anything that's like just easy to eat and fast to eat and easy to make, like a lot of those things are not very healthy or nutritious for our own well-being, right? So for our own human body, these are probably not the things that we necessarily need to be putting in our body. So if we could be mindful about maybe prepping our food prior to the week or maybe on Mondays and Wednesdays, we take some time to like prep chicken and then some veggies and a couple of different things like rice or other staples that you want to put together in a meal. I know that for some people this sounds like a lot of work but actually it's cutting your time a lot. If you prep your food and put it into different containers and then you can make different things with it like tacos or put it into a salad or whatever then it's so much easier and quicker for you to actually eat better and also it's going to cut the time that you have to decide on what you want to eat. And then, you know, leading up to the health part of that, it's like you're probably going to just grab whatever's easy and convenient if you don't have that already prepped. So you're going to be eating healthier. The last thing I have on here, and there are so many more, I can go into this forever, but these are like the three main things. Going outside and journaling. So for me personally, I love, I live in Southern California, so it's easy for me to like walk outside get the sunshine. I know for some people during the winter months, it's probably not as easy, but honestly, like getting outside, breathing in that fresh, crisp air and just walking in the sunshine does something for me that I cannot explain. Like getting that vitamin D, that sunshine on my face. I know for you guys who are in aesthetics are like, no sun, (laughs) wear your SPF. I do every single day. It is life-changing. It gives me so much energy I freaking love it. I've always been somebody who loves the outdoors. I love just like getting my body moving. And at first, you know, there are times where it can be like, I don't want to walk outside or like, I don't want to have to do that. But I promise you, like once you're out there for five minutes, even just walking around, it feels so good that it's something that you're going to want to continue doing. It's going to give you the energy that you want. You're going to feel accomplished. 
I think one of the biggest things that always sticks in my mind when I don't want to do something, I'm like, if I just do this and I'm keeping my promise to myself, I'm going to become more confident. I'm going to be more confident in the way that I act, that I am, that I feel because I'm actually doing something that I know that I should be doing for my body, for my health, for my mind, everything, right? And so anytime I'm in those modes of like, I don't want to go to the gym or oh, I don't want to walk outside or I don't want to walk my dogs or my baby or anything, I think it's very, very easy to get into like the same constant habits that we're in, whether that's sitting down, standing up, like in our house. It's really important to break those habits consciously and to understand that there are rewards at the end of whatever it is that we're doing. And it's more than just walking outside and feeling the sun. It's actually building up your confidence because you're sitting there saying like, okay, I know that I keep promises to myself. I know that my word means something and that I stand by my word. I think that's so powerful. And so that will trickle into a bunch of different areas of your life as well. Another bonus tip that I'm going to give you that I did not have written down, but it is something that really helps me is putting on some good music and dancing. Like, I don't know about y'all, but I love to dance. I love to dance. And ever since COVID, I have not been dancing all but one time, actually. I've been one time. But I, I, t- I used to go dancing all the time. That's actually how I met Richie, my boyfriend. But I don't go dancing anymore because I have a baby. I just don't go out anymore. I'm so lame. I'm a grandma. I go to bed at like eight or nine. That's not a joke. (laughs) So for me, um, I just dance at home. I have like an in-home gym and I enjoy putting on some really good music and just dancing like an idiot um, in front of my mirrors and just having fun with it and We'll have like little dance parties like with my boyfriend and uh, Brayden, even though he can't walk, like we get him involved by carrying him or like, you know, bouncing him on the weight bench or whatever. So uh, it's just fun. You know, when you get out of like the same, same old routine, it like, it is a little bit difficult sometimes, but it's definitely doable. And I promise you, you're going to feel so accomplished and so proud of yourself And you're going to feel so good because you're actually drinking the water. You're actually resting. You're watching what goes into your body. You're getting outside. You're journaling, which I didn't really talk about, but journaling, you know, just journal your feelings, your thoughts. I don't think we do this enough, myself included. I don't do this enough, but journaling is really, really, it's helped me open up the door to my own mind that I didn't even know like existed. It really taps into my subconscious. That's for a whole nother episode, but really helps me tap into my subconscious mind by free flow writing is what I call it. Um, There are different variety of names for it, but basically I just keep on writing for as long as I can um, or as long as I feel like I want to and I don't stop moving that pen. So even if I don't know what I say to say, I'll say, I don't know what I'm saying right now. I don't know what I'm thinking, but then the ideas will just naturally come up and it'll naturally flow onto paper and you can reread that as many times as you want. But I've had a lot of really cool revelations by doing that. So I encourage anybody who is feeling overwhelmed to do that as well. And of course, you know, dancing and putting on good music. I don't know who doesn't like to do that. Even if you're the worst dancer in the entire universe, it's okay, girl. (laughs) It's okay. All right, guys, I hope you like this episode of the Beauty Business Phase podcast. If you did, please leave me a review. I would love to hear about you and what you like. 
I am going to be answering some more of your questions on the next episode. So if you do have any questions about business, mindset, marketing, anything like that, feel free to DM me. I love getting your guys' DMs. You can DM me at I am underscore Kelly. Thank you guys so much. Hey, Beauty Business Babe. I really hope that you love this episode of the Beauty Business Babes podcast. If you love this free content and you want to give me some love, I would absolutely love for you to leave a five-star review here on iTunes or Spotify and make sure that you go ahead and screenshot your favorite episode, share it on Instagram, and tag me at I am underscore Kelly Ann for a chance to win a free prize. We will be doing free prizes every single month and I'm so excited to be giving away some of the courses and the product lines that I have available. Thanks so much for joining me. I love you guys long time and I'll see you on the next episode.